And my fellow Pennsylvanians. This state's electoral votes are key to who wins the presidency, and both of the candidates know it. We win Pennsylvania, we win the whole deal, you know that. Just like last time. But states like Pennsylvania are going to be incredibly important. The only thing left on the board is Pennsylvania. The president cannot get to the finish line without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. One state all four candidates are visiting today is Pennsylvania. Its 20 electoral votes are highly coveted, and the Keystone State could end up being one of the determining factors in the race. We are four weeks out, in other words, a month. So if you're listening to this, you know that this past week, PA has even further solidified its place as the epicenter of American politics. Now, on a somber note, a titan of Allegheny County politics will not see this election day. Tony DeLuca, the most senior member of the Pennsylvania State House, died this week at 85. He represented the Penn Hills and adjacent communities outside Pittsburgh. It's also the new 17th Congressional District. It's an open seat, largely represented today by Congressman Connor Lamb. The American Prospect might win an award for headlines this campaign season. They use the term populist pugilist. Try saying that five times fast. Populist pugilist. And another reporter might want to interview everyday folks in Penn Hills to see how, or dare I say if, they would define those two words. However you describe Chris DeLucio, in a tough year for Democrats, this Navy veteran has put this seat on the national map. I can guarantee that magic walls and the like in national broadcast studios will be focused on Penn Hills on election night as Rep. DeLuca is looking down. Now, listeners might also know that the Pittsburgh area will get a second new member of Congress in January. It's all but certain that State Rep. Summer Lee will take the heavily D-leaning seat held by retiring Congressman Mike Doyle. Summer Lee this past week was with about three dozen Dem student leaders at the University of Pittsburgh. The college Dems and their law school counterparts hosted the state rep. The event was open press, and among other critiques of the Democratic Party, that's not a misstatement, she wasn't critiquing the Republican Party, but critiquing the Democratic Party, she said, quote, our words are not matching our actions. Now, just pointing out that candidates who won in primary determinative seats elsewhere in the country they're not saying this. In fact, their actions are raising money for the DCCC and vulnerable future colleagues in the caucus. Exhibit A is Glenn Ivey, the future congressman from Prince George's County, Maryland. Now, speaking of a race that's on the mind of the DCCC and their Lackawanna County-raised executive director, please tune into our episode showcasing Congressman Matt Cartwright's re-election. If you're really interested, I certainly am. On October 20th, WVIA, the PBS affiliate up in Northeast PA, is going to host a debate between Matt Cartwright and Jim Bognett. I'm going to tune in. I think you should, too. This wouldn't be a mini-episode without mention of this historic governor's race. The New York Times sent a reporter to Bala Kinwood in Lower Marion. These are in Montgomery County, as listeners hopefully know, uh, right by the Philadelphia border on City Line Avenue. And the reporter got quotes from the large and growing Jewish community there. This was in light of Senator Doug Mastriano saying some pretty eyebrow-raising points about Josh Shapiro's alma mater, Akiba now Barrack High School. The article's worth a read. The Jewish community in Montgomery County is large and growing and a force in Pennsylvania politics. Now, staying at Southeast PA, there's a billboard from the Fetterman campaign on I-95, and they're suggesting that Dr. Oz is a Cowboys fan. Now, the NFL and the NFL Players Association, they each have impressive lobbies in Washington, 
but this billboard has nothing to do with public policy debates that the next U.S. Senator is going to face. Staying with the Senate race, MAGA Inc. PAC has invested $829,000 in television spots in Pennsylvania. Now, for the record, this is about $500,000 less than their investment on the airwaves in Ohio for J.D. Vance. And if you didn't guess, MAGA Inc. PAC is an initiative of former President Trump. He's finally spending some money that's been sitting in his bank account. Speaking of Ohio, John Fetterman joined Bob Casey and Sherrod Brown, the Ohio U.S. Senator, in Beaver County with local labor leaders. This is the first time I can remember something like this happening. Now we start on a somber note, and I want to end on a positive note. Fresh off a $900,000 fundraising quarter, Congresswoman Chrissy Houlihan's re-election campaign has a bio spot, and it's appearing both on network and cable television. And I absolutely recommend watching it for two reasons. Number one, it's positive. And in this final month, we could all use a break from negative TV commercials. There's home video clips with clothing and hairstyles from three decades ago, and that always makes me smile. Number two, it's the first ad that I can think of that has both kids on swings and kids running around in sprinklers. Now, you'll have to watch the ad to see which of those kids is one of hers, but I can tell you both are adorable. So bravo to Team Houlihan on a great ad. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Pennsylvania Kitchen Table Politics. Take a minute and leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform. Please also consider following us on social media for updates and announcements regarding future episodes and new guests. You're political, so I am sure that you're on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. We are too at PA Political Podcast. Visit our website, papoliticalpodcast.org, and send us your feedback about this episode and suggestions on future guests. Until next week.